If you're waiting on hold, we will begin momentarily. Thank you. Si estás esperando, vamos a empezar en unos momentos. Me shas budim padajditi, bled. All aboard, it's time for another Metal Injection live cast. Sid is not here, so of course, they replace him with Axel Rose and Brig of Metal Sucks. God forbid they invite a goy. Anyway, here are the Jews. I mean, here's the show with the Jews. Thank you, Chuck Blandington, the Catholic announcer guy. Is he is he Catholic? Is robots don't have a denomination? It's like that's like kind of a Protestant sounding name, Blandington. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. Or Islamic. <laughs> what? I don't know. What? Anyway. Um- that reminded me, um, I neglected to play a little uh, a little uh, announcement from Chuck that was w- with the drops last time. Oh. Uh, but I didn't get to it. Where is it? Here it is. Hello. This is Chuck Blandington. You may be wondering what I'm doing here. You pricks don't give me enough money, so I'm working for Spanky the motherfucking hippo. The drop of Noah saying, I was trying to like <laughs> spread myself out evenly, is not edited. Here is the full context. Oh, wow. And then after work, <laughs> I went out drinking because a co worker of mine was leaving mm-hmm. the company. Mm-hmm. And that's more important than Sid, clearly. Wow. Well, I mean, I already went to his wedding in the morning, so I was trying <laughs> to like spread myself out evenly. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great obscure drop. Uh, now but, I need hey, to go back talking. to blowing Spanky for chump change. Oh, okay. And that's that. Uh, we have a special guest sitting Bravo. in. <clears throat> and his name is Axel Rosenberg of Metal Sucks. Hello, Axel. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming back on the show, Axel. It's been a while. Thanks for having me back. Anytime you're filling in for Sid, you got very cynical shoes to fill. You're in the Sid chair. Cynical shoes. Cynical. <laughs> he, does le- he does hate cynic. That's a good point. And we will have Jim Brewer, comedian, SNL alum, heavy metal fan, and, and singer. singer. Well, he kind of talks throughout that song. Mm. Well, we'll have him on the air. He'll be calling in shortly in about 15, 20 minutes. This is the Metal but Injection that's... live cast. And is my he... name is Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you haven't heard the show before, I'm Rob. Mm-hmm. And that's Darren. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Darren. Or 3D. Oh, that's Noah, by the way. That's me, Noah. I'm still Axel. Yeah. Well, you kind of have two names. If I call you by your real name, are you not going to speak to me anymore? Uh... You know, why why spoil the fun? Yeah, Mm. the man wants to use his air name. He's in character. Why... Well, I'm just saying... Why blow him up? Because I might slip and call you by... It's happened before, and and the world has kept spinning, so... Okay. Just making sure. But don't fucking do it. (laughs) Hey, don't you think about calling him Matt? His name is Axel, damn it. Oh, oh you just did it. He used a fake name just to uh, <laughs> oh, just to make uh, a joke. Yeah. Uh, last time Vince was on, you guys called him Ben, like within 2.3 seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was amazing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks like more of a Ben than a Vince. <laughs> so. What does a Ben look like? Like our friend Ben. The metal sucks. Just that's because his name's Ben. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean he looks like a Ben. Well, it works in my mind. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> 
Anyway. Yeah, we're coming to you from Aruba where it's fucking 70 degrees. Yeah, it's ridiculous. yeah like I'm sweating right now. I was and humid. <laughs> freezing. And she's complaining about ago. it's supposed to be blizzarding right now if it was the normal. I'm not uh, complaining. You, said yeah, it's, no, you, you made this dewy old seven-year-old face. The only thing I'm complaining about, uh, to sound like an old man, is the... Well, I'm glad, in fact, that it, we've passed the winter solstice now because it's only going to get dark later from right. here. But mm-hmm. now it's like the earliest darkness of the year. So it's mm-hmm. so depressing because I'm ready waking up at like one in the afternoon. You see three hours <laughs> of, of daylight. By the time I roll out of bed, it's already like three. Like <laughs> when I went out uh, yes, yesterday, I did nothing all day. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I stayed in bed at least like... Out of the 24 hours, I was in bed maybe 18 of those hours. It was great. What were you doing Rob, in bed? Just, just laying out? there sulking and just, <laughs> just in, in my cocoon, re-energizing. What it, I would get up to, to pee or take a hit of the bong, which would then proceed to put me back in the bed. And now it's a vicious cycle. And then finally I, I got up to go see uh, Gorguts. But the point I was making is like, by the time I rolled out of bed, I was walking out and it was sunset already. And I'm like, well, I really took advantage of the day. (laughs) That's the worst. But even though, like you said, it's still, now we're progressing towards the days getting longer again. Yeah. But it's still going to be fucking dark early for another two months though. Yeah. It's still bad. Sure. Less and less bad. Yeah, well, like, okay, it, it gets dark now. Like, sunset's at 4.45, or 4.25 is, is the stolst like sunset. That. So every day it gets darker a minute later. So it's going to be 60 days until sunset is at 5.30, right. let's say. So that's two mm-hmm. months from now. And by then, uh, doesn't it jump ahead an hour anyway? Uh, no, that's, I thought that was like in March, March or April. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That daylight savings... It's my. Fa- it's like yes, spring is coming. That's the That's one it. good thing that Bush ever did, which was change that from April to March. The weird thing about that, though, is that's only in America. Yeah. The rest of the world still changes like a month later. Yep. So for those four weeks, all like the time differences are all messed up, and all of America doesn't even do it. What Arizona, do Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings time. <laughs> really? Yeah. So they're uh, they're right in the middle of it. That's that's absurd. <laughs> Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So if you take a flight from like one state over, it's suddenly an hour ahead. Yep. <laughs> or if you just drive over the state line. Right. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, daylight savings time in general I is think pointless it's now. not stupid. It's Arizona is the one state doing it right, and the rest of the country is stupid. I think daylight savings time is idiotic. It's pointless. Yeah. Uh, Campion in the chat asks, why is Rob hibernating? Because it's Saturday. <laughs> No, because he's seasonally depressed. Oh, I'm definitely seasonally Not really, no, but I mean, it does bum me out walking out and not getting any sun. You're hardly getting any vitamin D. If yeah, it's true. And he's you so live in a white, basement. he's translucent right now. I see <laughs> veins on him. Yeah. I need to go, I, I've been meaning to go to a tanning salon because I hear it's good for my bum. I still, oh. I still got that bump on because it's the heat. Is all right, good wait. For what's it. the update on your on your? Okay, ass well, so here's the update. I, Can I, we have like update music or something? For, like first of all, before you go into that, you should say for anyone right. Okay, who if you're know, just tuning what in, what happened uh, initially was I got very intoxicated and I was going home and I fell down the train steps mm-hmm. and landed directly on my ass cheek. Right. To the point where I grew a third butt cheek. And you can see video of that. Yeah, uh, they, not of the accident, but of him mooning us. Yes, YouTube.com. fucking berry on his ass cheek. YouTube.com slash MILivecast to see much that. Much bigger than a berry. All right, it's so like a gr- half a grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, so 
<laughs> the latest update on that is two weeks later, uh, the bruising is all but it's basically gone, but there's still a noticeable bump. It's smaller. Uh-huh. But so I'm thinking like at this point, <laughs> you know, well, if the bruising went away and it's still like inflated, mm-hmm. there's got to be something in there. So I went to go check. Probably so much like pus. Right. Or a tumor. Uh, well, so I went to go huh. check it out, and I went to... Uh, I not a moment too late. <laughs> not a moment... No, I think I, I, I'm very happy with the timeline of waiting. Okay. Because I feel like even if I went uh, right as it happened, yeah. they would probably tell me to wait until the bruising went down. Okay. So the bruising went down, and you went. And, and I went, and then it was the biggest bullshit ever, because... Go on. Uh, uh, well, I went to City MD, which is like an urgent care center. It's basically like an upscale clinic that... They, like, if you go uh, without insurance, which I don't have, mm-hmm. it's only like $125 for the visit. So I'm like, Wait, sure. You don't have insurance? No. What are you going to do with Obamacare? Did you deal with that? Oh, yet? no. I'm, I'm going to take the penalty because really? it's, it's cheaper. cheaper. <laughs> so you're just going to go to the doctor and pay out of pocket if something happens to you? Well, I'm going to. Well, okay. So I, I go okay. to the, the, the doctor and the guy, first of all, like, I'm seen by like three different. Nerd, this one woman comes in to check my blood pressure and temperature, mm-hmm. and she's like, "All right, you're not sick." And I'm like, I'm, "I know I'm not sick. Why did you just? <laughs> they just have to do something to make it seem like it's it's worth the money you're spending." Right. Yeah. And then this other assistant comes in and asks me those questions. I wish there's there like an iPhone app that could just like submit the answers to these. Like, do you have any allergies? You know, <laughs> or, or did you have any history of diabetes? You know, like every time you go to the doctor, you have to answer these questions. And it's like, yeah. look, this is do irrelevant. Do you have high blood pressure? Yeah, this is Dude, irre- you just took my blood pressure. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, a doctor, uh, a doctor was about to come in, but then they were like, I was like, oh, well, they were like, oh, what's the problem? And I'm like, oh, I have a giant lump on my ass. <laughs> and then, uh, so then they made me get into a gown. A ga- can you just pull your pants down? No, because, well, the doctor wants to take a look at you, so can you get in the gown? Because I guess they didn't want that <laughs> they prefer, whole... They, they prefer to see Rob in a gown It was too. Jeans. It the was too sexualized. Too, his gown. Pulled his pants down. The, yeah, the gown, by the way. And it's another charge that they can add to his <laughs> Yeah, for exactly. Gown. It's like, see, we gave you a gown. Yeah. <laughs> Do they give you slippers like those? No, no slippers. I had my socks on. Uh, the gown was maybe meant for a person who was five foot tall because it was like a very skimpy dress. Did you get to keep the gown? No, I threw it. I mean, I could have kept it, but I threw it out. Uh, so then, when I, when the doctor came in, he actually gave me another gown to put on my legs, and I was like, "Look, doc, I don't care. Like, let's just get to the." He was like, "You know, I know this might be weird. Two strange guys just standing here. <laughs> Show us your ass." Yeah. And I'm like, "It wasn't weird a minute ago, but now that you did, now that you've contextualized it, it's definitely a little weird. But let's just get this over with. I, I really want to know what's wrong here. And Did you rip any farts while there's no, 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 no. I made sure to shower." Thoroughly before going. You got all the dingleberries? Uh, yeah, I wore a nice pair of boxers. Oh. <laughs> Took a shower. You know, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you gotta look good. You gotta look good for the, <laughs> the doctor. doctor. What if the doctor's Hey, he's cute? a doctor, you never know. <laughs> hey, he's writing a report on my ass. I don't want that to be on my permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> when Rob sells metal injection, it'll be in the file. It'll be like, you know, dirty ass. I'm not buying. Fuck this. Uh, so. The weirdest thing then was he's like, all right, well, show us where it is. And then, you know, I, I turned to my side 
and uh, like show him my ass. <laughs> well, the the gown is open in the back. Yeah. Right? So your whole ass was hanging out. Anyway. My ass was absolutely hanging out. But like I I turned to the side so that where you the lump on the is. Bed, right. Yeah, I'm on the bed, mm-hmm. and like I'm on the side, so the lump is facing upward. Right. And he goes, "All right, so where are we looking?" I'm like, what? There's no way you're at. What kind of doctor is this? Because from the side, Rob's butt looks really perky, like he works it out. So he probably couldn't tell. You probably have to show him both cheeks so you could see the difference. He saw both cheeks. No, I'm sorry. There is no. I I have stared at this lump in the mirror. Very thoroughly. I feel like this is a doctor that just started. Like, it's his first yeah. day and he doesn't know where the ass is yet. Yeah, yeah it's so... It's like, so, okay, your ass, all right. He's stalling. Uh, no, so then he's like, I'm like it's right like here. I have to, I, I like massage myself in the area where it is to be like, this is it. That's my uh. nose, doctor. Oh, yeah, sure, I know that. I was testing you. All right, all right. And, then, and then I'm like, oh, okay. Then he's like, oh, okay, okay, well, all right, well. And basically he was just like, well... There's no, we don't think it's bleeding because uh, there's no blood coming out. There's of it. no great. Blo- thanks, doctor. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> like he, he, he's like, and we don't have. We need what you need is you need to have an ultrasound. You need to have a, a sonogram to see if there's anything in there. And I'm like, wait, are you, uh, was he implying that I have an ass baby? What's oh, going on? No, no, no. But then, then, so then I'm like asking him questions. He's like, these are all great questions that you're asking, but I won't be able to answer them until you get the sonogram. So I paid a hundred and Twenty-five dollars okay. for them to tell you to get a sonogram. for them to go tell me to get a sonogram, and then I'm going to have to go back <laughs> and, and pay, pay for another? that and pay for another visit. It's oh. such a scam. I mean, to be fair though, it's very like relatively speaking, it's very reasonable pricing, and it was a very clean facility. I didn't feel like at any point like I was gonna gonna get infected with HIV or something like that. So I do give them like at least I like, felt the uh, comfort of being in a clean, like upscale facility. Like at Coney Island Hospital. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like needles oh laying around. Yeah. Like uh have you ever had to go to Coney Island Hospital? Yes. They Ugh. messed up. My leg, I feel now, is permanently fucked up because oh when I broke it, I went there and the way they placed it in the cast was at an angle, They're so that's how it healed. <laughs> They're the worst. So Rob has one bow legged. I have, <laughs> like, I have uh, 7% loss of uh, use of horrendous. the leg. It's all like Russian immigrant doctors. That you don't even know if they have, like, a real degree. Oh, I, I forgot I forgot to mention the best part. Uh, <laughs> I went in, got x-rays. They gave me a half cast on my leg. Mm-hmm. The following morning, a screaming message on the answering machine. Mr. Pasbani, you have to return immediately. We gave you the wrong type of cast. <laughs> Your full leg needs to be in a cast immediately. And I had to go back and yeah. then they replaced it. And Oh, it was amazing. Except it was like, Bled, we fucked up your leg. <laughs> Come back right now. Uh, so at this point, I decided to, to uh, clue my mom in on this. Uh, on I, your ass? Because the whole time I, I played it down just because, you know, like a, a Jewish mother, uh, she, she worries. Of course she does. <laughs> and, and then she just, she goes crazy. And like, it, she just gives me more, like more unnecessary stress uh, because of it. So I didn't really tell her. And now I was like, all right, so I have to go. For sonogram, this is what I'm going to do. Blah blah blah. I don't want you know. It's fine. I don't feel any pain. Every day since then, my mom calls me like she is a doctor and she's speculating with me. <laughs> like, what if it's this? What <laughs> if it's that? What are you going to do if you have to have surgery? And it's like a thousand. And what I'm if like, they need to remove your <laughs> cheek. And then, and then, like, like we had this whole conversation, and then she she would go back. She's like, okay, so 
what happened? And I'm like, why am I repeating myself, dude? Like, this is the fifth time you've asked me. And then she's like, so what do you think is in there? I'm like, I'm not a doctor. If I knew what was in there, uh, why would I go to the sonogram? I will go tomorrow. And and then I'm like, she's like, okay, okay. You don't have, like, why are you suddenly getting aggravated? What's the, I'm just trying to talk to you here. Robert, you had sonogram? And is it five, maybe it's baby? Five minutes later, five minutes later. <laughs> is it S baby? Maybe it's baby on your cheek. This could be good news. <laughs> I will finally be a grandmother. Another five minutes later, again. Not from your sister, Blair. She's like, do you think it's blood? I'm like, I don't know what it is. I knew what it is. And I seriously was like, look, I'm not talking to you until I get my sonogram tomorrow. Oh, my God. It's cancer. It's cancer. I actually told her I was going to slow Kettering. She's like, stop. The cancer, please? She's like, the that's for cancer. I'm like, yes, they have machines there where you can go get tested. She's like, Robert, this is a good hospital, though. They know. So where did you go? Then she's like, she thought I went to like a ragtag clinic, you know? And she's like, what? How did they send you there? How did they? Did you touch any of the Medicaid people? Don't sit in waiting room. It's no good. It's not fish. You may, you know, you sit in the tweeting room, you may want to put the cribs or something. <laughs> or chlamydia. Don't sit down. Bring cushion. <laughs> and then burn the cushion when you leave. Robert. <laughs> Robert. So yeah, that's my, my ass update. <sighs> Just in time for Jim Brewer. I think he called in and then hit and then hung up. Oh no! He's like, I think I probably <laughs> oh, thought he called like a Russian. There he is. There he is. I think that's him right there. We're gonna have Jim Brewer on the line momentarily. Quick reminder: if you want to call in and ask Jim a question, you can do so right now by dialing six four six nine two nine one three five seven. Jim, are you there? Yeah, man. How's it going? Great. Thank you so much for uh, giving us a call and hanging out with us here on the live cast. How's everything going with you? Good, man. It's a good Sunday. Good little uh, mental Sunday before the madness all kicks in in a couple of days. Right. Yeah. Now, you speaking of the the holiday madness, you have a new single out, Santa Claus Ain't <laughs> Coming to Town. That's some good segue right there, I think. Mm. <laughs> good job, Rob. <laughs> I, think it was a, I think it was a brilliant segue. I wouldn't even question it. <laughs> Rob needs a constant positive reinforcement. <laughs> Well, you just got robbed. That was one of the most... Br- I've been listening to radio for 25 years. That's the smoothest segue I've heard in a lifetime. Wow. I'm a big Howard fan. I, 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 that was something straight out of the stern book. You were brilliant, my friend. And I'm glad you brought up Santa Claus Ain't Coming to Town, the new single. Thank you, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is the highest of compliments. Uh, so what what made you decide to uh, to put out a metal song? I know you're obviously a huge metal fan. How did this well, come I'm, together? I'm doing a metal album. Here here's where it really started. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'd love to say like I had this brilliant idea. Here's here's where it really went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I am making a record in January. It's comedy and metal. Maybe one or two actual metal metal songs with real metal metal guys. Um, the names are. I, I can't confirm the names until we do it. Um, but, you know, 
I'm also starting to get booked for festivals next year. I'm going to be on Rock on the Range and Shiprocked. It's a metal cruise and a metal festival in Tennessee. And what happens is people go, well, we've seen Brewer at, at Orion. I think I heard he was on the Orion Festival, Metallica's Orion or Vakken Metal Fest or whatever. But what is this? Mm-hmm. And everyone asks me, what is it? Is it, is it? is it Tenacious D? Is it like Sandler? Like, what is it? And every time I try to explain it, I'm like, it, it's, it, it's, it's comedy, but it's metal. It's like, uh, was it singing? So before the wreck came out, I had to say, I went with this uh, management company, a 5B artist management, and they got Slipknot and like Buck Cherry and these guys, and they go, you know what? You ever think of doing a Christmas song to kind of mm-hmm. give a buffer and everyone kind of gets the idea that you're going to be doing real kick-ass metal music and comedy. And I said, you know, I always want to do a Christmas song, but I always want to do it within, I want to do a parent's view where I'm yelling at the kids to tighten up before Santa. And they're like, oh my God, you can do that? So we did it. The release, did they get it? The people that love it are the people I want to love it. You know, some, I put out a lot of family comedy and some people are like, oh, that's very aggressive it's very angry like it's metal dope that's that's what that's what metal is it's not uh phil collins singing to megadeth and i mean it's that's what metal is it has an an aggressive tone to it so have you, have you previously been confused for phil collins is that why you're bringing this up <laughs> yeah as a matter of fact another fantastic segue by the way <laughs> that is cute let me put oh that on the chalkboard as well um I mean, you're close to brilliance. This is scaring me. I, well, I, it, it's okay. It's I'm okay. not sure if I'm deserved. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, you get, you just get people that are are, are either going to love it or they're not into it. And I think the metal world likes it, and that's all I care about. Cool. Well, we actually have somebody that's from the world I'm oh, going for. We have somebody from the metal world, a member of Pig Destroyer, on the line right now. Hello. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Am I on? You are on. Uh, this is Blake. Is this Blake? <laughs> How's it going? Blake, do you have a question for Jim hey, Brewer? I actually do. I mean, I was basically calling in to talk shit to you guys, but it's, it's cool I get to talk to Brewer. Um, Brewer, man, I, I hope this isn't too out of line, but I love when you do your Brian Johnson impersonation, man. So I wonder if you could do a little of that for Listen, I can tell you this. I can tell you this, and I appreciate your phone call. But uh, I will say this. Uh, Come January, I can't really leak it out, but I can assure you that me and Chimbro are family of the gold boy. My (laughs) pet. I love it, man. I love it. He's like, oh, is this that gold? Are you the gold boy? Uh, this is a good man. Listen, I seen you doing the hokey pokey, and uh, I like to come and do it with you. <laughs> awesome. Well, Blake, we have a few more callers. We're going to put you on hold, though. We'll we'll get back to you, Blake. Uh, uh, Jim, Blake, have a good one. J- uh, maybe I see uh, a Jim Brewer Pig Destroyer co-headlining run in the future. Maybe once you get that that album out, and need to do some touring. <laughs> Make that happen. That would be nice. (laughs) Now, uh, Jim, are you basically, you said you have all these metal gigs lined up. Is metal uh, uh, working like the metal comedy circuit? Is that, do you feel like that's a thing now? Uh, 
Well, not that it's a thing, but it just makes sense. I, I, I destroy, you know, when, when I, pl- I played Bach and open, I mean, that's as metal as you can get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you, if and I played there two years in a row and I'm in Europe, full blown metal festival. And I crushed with my band and doing what I do. And this is something I've been doing for 15, 20 years. I just never really recorded it or put it out there. Right. And then I did it Sonosphere. And like I said, Metallica's Orion. So it just makes sense that this is the world uh, to put it out in because I did it. I did it in the comedy world. And they don't get if they're not metal fans. They don't like if I if I go to a comedy club or a theater, they come to see Jim Brewer, the comedian. So when I go, yeah, Metallica, yeah, well, it, a quarter of the audience is howling, and the three quarters audience like, who's he doing? I just don't get it. Yeah, who's who's Megadeth? <laughs> who's so? This hey. is a specific audience, and. uh when I play the specific audience, because I know it so well, it goes over well. And this is something I've been dying to do. So, is, yeah, um, this, I hope to be in this circuit for a long time. Uh, since you said that you played Vakan, I mean, I always thought that um, the European sense of humor is much different than people in, in you know, America. Did you find there to be some type of barrier, or, or were they just, like, so drunk or high that it didn't even matter? Um... Well, when I played when I played there, it was I did a completely different show. I did specifically rock and mm-hmm. party material, mm-hmm. so they got it just as hard as the crowd in Boston or in Tennessee would get it. So I, I can't really. I will say when I just do straight up stand up, yeah, it's a little different. But when I got the band back in me and I'm and I'm talking about Ozzy and Metallica and metal and hair metal and uh the party days and this they, they Oh, they must we love all that. can relate. And yeah. they and they loved it. Loved it. Cool. And are metalheads a, a easy crowd to win over or would you say they're they're more tough to win over? No, I think they're tougher to win over. You know, this is what I knew. This, this was the turning point for me. The first real festival, this is before Vakken, was Sonosphere. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the Big Four was playing. And literally, it was Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax. And I showed up to the comedy tent, and my kids were there and my wife were there, and there was about 7,000 drunk English animals in the audience (laughs) and the guy on stage before me goes up and he's got a guitar and I went oh no man this is I should have brought a guitar he's gonna hoop them up and they booed him off the stage and they threw stuff at him and I told my wife to get in the dressing room. Don't watch this. It's going to be ugly. The minute this I'm from America, it's going to be ugly. And the minute I start doing my stand-up, they're going to throw stuff at me. And she looked at me and she's like, are you really scared? I went, yeah. They're booing him off the stage. He's got a guitar and they're throwing things at him during his songs. She's like, Jim, you're metal. Don't you remember all those 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 shows you used to do when you were younger with the band and you were t- you you're metal. Do all your metal stuff. I went, oh my gosh. Like, remember in the 90s, you used to, 
used to imitate concerts, used to do all the impressions. This is your audience. And I swear to my kids' lives, it was it was like a light bulb, bing! And Olivia, she's telling me that. I was like, good gentlemen, this bloke is from America. <laughs> Please give him, come on, kids, be cool. Here's Jim Brewer. And I went out, and they're booing, and and I went, hey, how about for the big four? Where's my metal heads? Ah, how about Metallica? Ah, and then I just, and I literally did an impression of everyone in Metallica. And then I just improved them meeting Ozzy and Rob Halford and then all of them going to, I think, a disco and stomping and then doing their own song. And I improved 20 minutes of doing every metal god I love and I wrecked the place. Yeah. I had them singing bingo before I left. It was <laughs> hilarious. And that, that was the moment where I realized, oh my God, it was like the Blues Brothers who I went, I gotta get, we gotta get the band back together. We gotta get the band back together. Because if I could do that without a band, with the band, it's gonna be ridiculous. Cool. Make it a party. Uh, and, I, I, you know, you mentioned Metallica. I think it's really cool that one of your biggest fans, perhaps, is uh, James Hetfield. And those guys invited you uh, to their 30th anniversary shows to MC. Uh, they're, they're giving you a bunch of gigs. They, how how cool must it be to? I'm sure you're a huge Metallica fan to get that love back from them. Well, that only none of that. But J James approached that in a manner of he's like, "Hey, dude, what are you doing in December?" I said, ah, "You know, I'm alright." I said, "You working a lot?" I'm like, "Yeah." We'll see. A couple of days later, um, we're doing kind of this cool thing. It's kind of a thing we want to do for our fans. It's really private. We want to give back to our fans and kind of do like this really cool interactive thing. And you should really be there. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, I'll see what date. Then it turned into, would you be into, remember when you interviewed us? Yeah. He goes, we loved when you did that. You create all these cool game shows. He's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. that was, will you do that for our fans and our shows? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Because I just, we just really want the fans to have a good time. So, okay. I had no clue it was going to be Ozzy and, 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 uh, King Diamond out. was there. I'm like, Dave Mustaine, Rob Halford. It was just one. And I'm, I'm just hanging out with all of them and I'm, and I'm doing shows and I'm, it, and I tell you, people say, in my, they say, was your career in your life meeting Joe Pesci and De Niro and <laughs> Saturday Night Live and being in the movie Half Baked and blah, blah. I swear to God, only the people in the metal and rock industry that love that world can appreciate when I say, you want to know the real highlight in my career is singing with Rob Halford, the devil's child, toe-to-toe <laughs> -to -toe with the metal god, and the other was hosting Metallica's 30-year anniversary. Those stomp anything I've ever done in my career. For me, personally, when I get a big smile on my face, those bring big smiles on my face. That's cool. And uh, one of the other guys there was Dave Mustaine. We're big fans of Dave Mustaine impersonations. Oh, love yeah. him. Love Dave. And I'll tell you one of the greatest moments during that thing, uh -huh. and I'm sure just like you, I got a little, a little metal woody when I saw Dave next to Hetfield jamming next to each other, smiling, and part and we were playing Hit the Lights, 
and there was part of me going, could there possibly be a song together here in the future? <laughs> How great would that be? Be like two, be like uh, Jay Z and uh, Dr. Dre get together. That was right before oh, I kicked James world. in the shin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> it's really good, man. <laughs> All right, we have a caller. Uh, by the way, if you want to call and ask Jim Brewer a question, the number to dial 646-929. Yeah, I'm like looking in a mirror right now. So then, I got. I'm I'm killing this crowd right now. I am just killing. I'm owning. I should give up music and do stand up. Long for a second. Six six four six nine two nine one three five seven. That's the number to dial. Hello, Dave. Meet the real Dave. Here's a. We have a a caller. Caller from our our chat. Dead stretch. You're on the air. Oh man, sounds like you guys got started already. Uh, yeah. yeah my up, question, or actually not a question, it's more of a challenge. Yeah. Uh, since both, Jim, we know you're great at impressions of great metal gods. Yeah. But because you already heard Darren, you heard Darren. That's our great impression guy. Yeah. Let's do a conversation, Jim. You do James Hetfield, <laughs> and Darren will do uh, Dave Mustaine, and let, let's we make something about the holidays and how. <laughs> what is this guy? He's our, he's our, he's our program director. Yeah, he's setting up a whole improv. Okay, I need a situation. Um, I need two characters. Remember, I need James Hetfield, and I need the Dave Mustaine. Now I need a place for them to be. Holidays, holidays, perfect. Uh, that's more of a subject. Okay, so the subject is holidays. James Hetfield talking with. Dave Mustaine. Okay, let's see how this goes. Now remember, you oh. always, always, never say no. Always say yes. <laughs> <There's> a... <laughs> uh, let's do. We'll do a thirty-second one. Ready? Go. Right, we're talking to each other on the phone. All right. Why are you hey, calling? <laughs> yeah. What? Who the hell is this? <laughs> hey, Dave. It's uh, James. Oh. Uh, I was wondering, dude, if um, you wanted to uh, go to the mall and do some Christmas shopping, jail. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't leave my house. I'm under armed guard right now. I'm so, I'm so popular. It's just real hard. Everyone tries to take shots at me when I think it's Obama. Whenever I try to leave my house, someone's doing something really weird. And it scares well, the shit out of me. I can... I think I can help you, dude. Hold that. First of all, I got to give you a big, ooh, that sucks. Um, hold on a second. Someone wants to talk to you, dude. Dude, Dave, this is Dave. Um, dude, it's Lars. I got to be honest with you. I get the whole lockdown, but, you know, when it comes to this whole situation, it's just like you got to tell them it's, it's the holidays. I know people that have... Hold on a second. This guy wants to talk. Go ahead. You talk to him. Listen, I'm the fucking Prince of Darkness. I used to tell them to fuck off and you guys to do what you want to do because it's the holidays. 
what, wait, what was that, Ozzy? Hey, dude, you just heard it from the Prince of Darkness, dude. I mean, I have, I have no idea. So there you go. I mean, just tell them, just tell them, Ozzy and James. I mean, you got two. Hold on a second, Halford's here. Hello. Listen, listen. When it comes to these situations, you got to stick with your metal instincts. And if your metal instincts tell you that this is not a good thing, then maybe that's something you should abide by. Uh, all right, I can't follow that. James, that was fantastic. Do you have any input with that? Yeah, yeah. Listen to him. <laughs> that was wow. amazing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Wonderful. Dude, that's the funniest mistake I ever heard, though. <laughs> like, that oh, thank makes you. me belly laugh. That's a good one. <laughs> we gotta listen when we're doing the. Re- I'm doing this record in January. I need you as Dave Mustaine. That's freaking hilarious. Shit, sure. <laughs> Contract signed. I'm there. Contract done. Negotiating over. <laughs> I'll give you three chocolate cookies. <laughs> <sighs> I don't eat gluten. <laughs> so, Dave, do you? <laughs> So, Dave, do you eat uh, chocolate chip cookies? Like I told you, I have a lot of dietary restrictions. I'm a very fair-haired, fair-skinned ginger. Listen, as you get older, you want to really want to take into consideration your health, you know? And there's <laughs> nothing more important than metal health. I agree. I mean, how much longer do I have? I look like an old lesbian. Dude, at- don't feel bad. I just turned 50, huh? Look at my face. It's got more puffs than a bakery. (laughs) Do not for nothing, but your face always looks like you just walked in the toilet after Ozzy just dropped the deuce. (laughs) I look like I just walked into a beehive. (laughs) (laughs) We have someone to join the impersonation party. Phil from the UK calling in. Are you really from the UK, Phil? Oh, so, uh, hey there, I'm not exactly metal, but I certainly have a rock out, and, uh, I heard Lars, uh, you, you used to play tennis, didn't you, Lars? Dude, first of all, that's the best high-pitched Eric I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I've never heard high-pitched Eric attempt to be English, but I've got to say, I loved you on this game show that you played a couple days ago on the Stern Show, huh? Um, well, I used to pass the tennis What's that? Say it again, dude. Sorry. Do you still play tennis? Yeah, dude. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna still, I'd love to have a game with you, a little match, a little, little back and forth with some high pitch and some little Lars legs would be great, huh? (laughs) There you go, Phil. Well, uh. I, I just want to say that if you still play tennis, I just want to make sure that you stretch out those creamy old hamstrings <laughs> so that I can give you a game set and what they call match. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was really expecting that to end with the ball joke, but you did your best attempt, huh? <laughs> yeah, all right, thanks a lot, Phil. Wow. All right, the number to dial, we have a, a few more minutes with, with Jim. 646-929-1357. The only guy the only guy in Metallica that plays sports is James. He plays soccer. He was practicing by kicking my dog. <laughs> <laughs> that piece of shit. Dave Mustaine yeah. still pissed about James Hetfield kicking his dog. I don't care that it was 35 years ago. <laughs> it still hurts. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and 
I mean, I said I was sorry. I mean, <laughs> sorry's not good on. enough. <laughs> time to move on. Moving on is not one of my strong points, as you can <laughs> tell. Um, Next so time I see Jake. He's completely out of character. He needs to go to therapy or something. You know? <laughs> he's, just, he's a situation. He's really got. Um, I, 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 you can get stuff in him, you know? Dude, I'm not really sure what he just said, but I'm sure it was something with a positive influence, huh? <laughs> Well, next time I see James Headfield on stage, I'm going to pull a Randy Bly. Oh! Whoa! <laughs> whoa! I hate him. It's still pot. Listen, you always got to remember that we're all part of the metal family. And the last thing you want to do is metal is about unity and sticking together. You very well said, Rob. Very well said. James, you agree? Yeah! 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 Thank you, is uh, Jim still there? Is, is Jim Brewer still there? I am. Here. I am. He's in the zone. He's channeling everybody. Jim, you know, is it? I guess it's just easy for you to like not have a TV. If you ever got stranded in, in the woods or something, you can just be your own entertainment system. Let me tell you something. I'd entertain myself for hours, and I've given myself many. You know how I pass time away? I swear to God. If there's no TV on a plane, I got to be on a plane six to eight hours. In my head, I recycle concerts that I've seen, and I, I literally go through Dio in 1988, Priest 1982, wow. Metallica during the Injustice for All. I do, and I and I literally, it passes the time for me, and I act the whole thing out in my head and I visualize. The people around me think I'm nuts, <laughs> but. Yeah, I can entertain myself for centuries if I were to live centuries. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Uh, I wanted to uh, quickly mention Half Baked, one of my all-time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Uh, I-, I personally watch the. Uh, I've created my own stoner edit, which is the the point on the bridge where he talks to the joint. And the joint talks back to Dave Chappelle, and she's, and she's like, you want to smoke me, don't you, Dave? And he goes, yes. That's it. That's the end of the movie he for me. He watches that on a loop for two hours. <laughs> that for, that's all. But I wanted to know, I, I mean, obviously, while you were shooting, you guys weren't smoking yeah. pot, but how much pot was being Dave consumed? Was. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. 24-7. Cut. <laughs> I mean, action. <laughs> so uh, is that is that a little weird having like uh, the guy in charge sort of be like super baked or was he not like really no no it was he, got to, he got to do his lines over and over so it's like you know we, movies are the easiest thing in the world I, <laughs> you get to do when you get to do as many takes as you want god it's a great thing but no Dave is <laughs> Dave is brilliant during that and um no, it's just, you know, some people smoked, some people didn't. I wasn't during filming. Uh, during the filming. That's just acting. Dave, <laughs> yes, Dave, uh, and Dave might have been the only one. I, yeah, out of the four of us, it was me, it was Guillermo. It was me, Guillermo, and yeah, we're, yeah Guillermo doesn't at all. That was... Uh, the mesh, the uh, Cuban beat. Yeah, yeah. He didn't Scarface. He didn't at all either. So uh, during, I, you know, it's my first and only movie. So I was trying to hack my balls off. <laughs> I was scared to get stoned. <laughs> what about John Stewart? Did he smoke up? 
I wasn't there on that scene when oh, they okay. filmed, so I don't know. I know uh, <laughs> Willie Nelson, of course, did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and probably half the other people that showed up. So do you ever go... I know Snoop Dogg did. <laughs> do you ever go back and look at that movie, like, just as a fan and, like, watch it high? Or is it, like, because you're in it, you can't appreciate it the same way as fans do? I, I gotta be honest with you. I look at it, um... The only time I've seen it full length was right before it came out. Mm -hmm. And the only other time I looked at it was maybe I caught part of it about... I don't know, five, six years ago, I saw it on like Comedy Central or something, like MTV mm -hmm. or one of those things. And there was only one, the section that was on, and, and I got to say, I made myself belly laugh. It was, <laughs> I was in a van and they were talking about the big thing where we we're just going to, we we're going to go in there and try to, you know, capture Samson saying the right thing. And the cops looked at me and they said, are you paying attention? <laughs> And I just gave this baked look, and I went, "Oh man, I don't know why that was? So, I don't know why that was so funny, but I, I cracked that out. And went, oh good, I, I just cracked myself up. Oh, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't watch the rest because I still just all I see is like, oh, I remember that. I remember that right. day, and I remember the craft guy was fighting with his girlfriend, and I remember, I just remember so many." different things rather than the actual scene or what you're seeing. It's right. almost like you go to a house and you see it painted. Mm -hmm. You go, wow, do you still look at it? I said, no, nah, I remember when the guy was, uh, when they were putting it up and this guy was talking about this and they were arguing about how they were going to put the two by four. I, it's a completely different view for me. I hate saying that, but it's just the truth. Oh, no, that's, that's very, uh, very interesting info right there. And, uh, yeah, so thank you so much for uh, calling in and hanging out with us. And I have, I have one more question. Oh, Noah has, a, Noah has yeah, one more question. Okay, going back to uh, Santa Claus ain't coming to town, you sing about um, you know your kids having to do chores and stuff. Do you, who Who is responsible for the Christmas presents? Do your kids still think it's Santa Claus, or do they know it's from Mom and Dad? Um, the youngest one still... Is, is Santa Elf in the Shelf and Santa she's nine and the other two literally are threatened daily if they were to <laughs> drop that ball <laughs> <laughs> um, and to their credit they have let that kid still live that you know little fantasy of. so my youngest one is still Santa and I have to say, I'm having more. I used to hate the elf on the shelf, but it's a freaking ball what we come up with him every night. We have him taped up. We tapes up our, our elf on the shelf is mischievous, so he tapes up stuffed animals against the walls when we put little tinker toys um, pointing guns at them. <laughs> she wakes up and she's like, oh my God, Dad, you the elf did? <laughs> he tied up my stuffed animals and all my tinker toys are facing guns at him man he's pretty crazy ain't he <laughs> we have him we had him the other night with an empty bottle of champagne face down with his shirt off <laughs> it's freaking hilarious like he was drinking I said he must drink I don't know this one's mischievous man I don't know that elf on the shelf creeps me the fuck out man I don't know. It creeps me out too. If I was a kid, no way would I be into that thing. Yeah. No, no way. 
I got to talk low because I know she's in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know, when it comes to talking about metal children, you got to keep them alive with the Spanish fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Who well, else does Halford, man? That's... Um, hey, thank you, guys. And I, and I appreciate... No, I mean, I know you were... You gave much props to the song, and I appreciate it. And um, yeah, we're gonna play it right you know, now, actually. As we, as we, cool. Even. I think people, uh, you know, this is the one thing. I was scared to death to put a record out, only because I don't want people to go, oh, this is a comedian. And he, <laughs> I take the music very seriously, and I think when you listen to Santa Claus ain't coming to town, you hear the music, and you go, oh yeah, the music rocks. To, to me, that's the most important part. It's very catchy, and uh, you can, it's available now uh, on iTunes, right? You could, you, people could purchase. Yeah, it and the video is out too. My daughter's in it. My nephew's in it. Um, you can see it on my. I'm sure I'm on my jimbrew.com or something. Cool, cool. Well, Jim, when you uh, Thanks, when you have your guys. full length out, maybe you could yeah. uh, uh, stay on a bit longer. We could we could hang out the whole show or something like Dude, that. Dude, let's do that. We'll do a whole shebagel. We'll do a, we, well because we're going to be promoting your buddy there doing uh, Dave. So yeah. I oh yeah, of course, clearly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jim Brewer, Santa Claus ain't coming to town. Jim, could you give us a, a, a quick metal injection live cast plug as Lars? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. I'll do it as everyone. Oh, awesome. Um, ready? Yeah. Hey, dudes, this is James Hetfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to Metal Injection, dude. Let me tell you something. If you're gonna ever inject anything in your life, normally I wouldn't support it, but if it's metal, I would, huh? A metal injection is the only thing to do. This is Rob Halford, the metal god, and I'm injecting the metal injection. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jim. We're going to let you go and play the song. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. That was Jim Brewer. His new single is called Santa Claus Ain't Coming to Town. Blake from Pig Destroyer is still on the line. As soon as we're done with this music break, Blake, if you're still around, we're going we're gonna to get to you, buddy. For now, uh, check out the Jim Brewer track. Well, Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Now listen, I know we're excited because Santa's coming, but we're going to have to go over our little list first and make sure that everyone's been a good boy and girl. Okay? <laughs> Merry Christmas! Yeah, well, I'm checking out all the kitties' Christmas list. And you know what? I have some issues. Let's review. Listen up. Hey, little guy. How many times has Mom asked you, not once, not twice, but over and over? all your toys but you never do do you no you leave them all over the place they're in the kitchen they're in the bathroom they're outside they're inside they're in my bed please do as you're told otherwise santa claus just might not make it this year so will you do me that favor start cleaning up all your toys and all 
You're listening to the show that Carrie King of Slayer plays on his iPod whenever he's not busy watching Schindler's List. Backwards. It's the Metal Injection live cast. Always 2020, but looking back, it's still a bit fuzzy. Speak of mutually assured destruction. Nice story. Thinking it's my fault And stay an inch or two at a kicking distance Mankind has got to know His limitations They cross the board Like the walls are closing in Blood stains on my hands And I don't know where I've been I'm in trouble for the things I haven't got to get I'm shopping
Slaves, Hebrews born to serve, to the Pharaoh, heed, to his every word, live in fear. Ah, the good old days, when Jews did what you told them to do. Like building pyramids for free, instead of sitting around for two hours talking about penises and assholes and jerking off into Doritos bags. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast.
It took a while, but Rob is finally done eating that plate of ribs he ordered during the music break. So we now return to the Metal Injection livecast. Please excuse the mess. Oh, those are some good ribs. That's not rib juice. That's Rob ass juice. Ah! <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Rob? Yeah, sure. I've been wondering. So when they extract all the pus and blood and oh, whatever inflammation is in there, are you going to look? Yeah. I'm going to take a photo of it. Are you going to drizzle your ribs with it? Oh, no. It'll probably taste like rib no, barbecue blood, Stop blood, it. Like Stop it. Disgusting. No, I'm saying no. you've eaten so You're much. You're ruining ribs for me. You've no. eaten so many ribs that your pus tastes like and rib juice. there's going to be lard in there mixed with it, too. Oh. Oh, God. Dude, I bet you can like get real high from it. <laughs> you smoke it? Yeah. You All replace right, the point. bong water with your ass pus. Uh, let's go through our, our music break really quick. Oh. Uh, we kicked it off with Jim Brewer, uh, Santa Claus ain't coming to town. They want to know if you're going to froth your ass pus. Oh, yeah, that I'll definitely uh. do. I'll put it in my espresso. Uh, then we had some Megadeth sweating bullets since uh, Darren was killing it with a mustain. And then we ended it with a little new pig destroyer from their album Book Burner, The Diplomat. Blake, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here, man. I was just kind of hanging on to listen to the show because I'm not in a place where I could get Wi-Fi. Oh, Nice. Cool. Thanks for listening. Hopefully so that not, was. It's not like I really, I really have anything to talk about too much. You know, we're playing New York coming up, but oh, we'll be there. It. We'll be there. That's exciting. It's a sort of free show. Where in New York? At St. Vitus yeah, Bar. Uh, St. Vitus. It's Red Bull is doing something with it. I think it's like three bucks or something like that. Yeah, I'm super informed. <laughs> <laughs> now, Blake, uh, when we last spoke, I believe it was at the barbecue. You mentioned how you wanted to do a podcast. And you needed to get off your ass and do it. This is me publicly calling you out. Get off your ass and do that podcast. Yeah, well, you know, the worst part is I've had no excuse because up until recently I was laid off for a couple of months. So um, I still want to do it. I just kind of want to do it with my co-host. But I used to do a show on uh, seven years ago with Jason from Misery. And so oh, really? I, I kind of want him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did uh, Liquid Metal, I guess, before, you know, the merger and everything. Yeah. So, uh He's, uh, I think, finishing up with school. He's actually in town working on the Dreamhacks record now. Um, so we played the Fillmore in D.C. And, uh, yeah, he's actually in town, so I think we're, we talked about it a little bit last night to try to get it back together once things die down a little bit, you know. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And when you guys are in New York City, uh, I guess I think it's on a Saturday, but if you're on sometime during the week, if you come in a day before or whatever, you can come in, uh, Liquid Metal, do a little takeover as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Um, typically, you know, we just, you know, because of, uh, it's us, we don't really do too much. So we just kind of drive in and drive out, yeah. fly in, fly out, whatever we got to do. So <laughs> fly in, fly out. You guys are such rock stars. I love it. I mean, I guess, <laughs> yeah, but you guys, you guys have it. I like the, the not touring thing. Like, I feel like if I was in a band, I would hate touring. So I like that you guys only do like a few shows, do some European stuff before you can really get sick of being on the road. Yeah, I mean, we don't get sick of each other that way, too. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, it's just enough. Um, we just did Richmond and, like I said, BC last night. So it was a fun little time, and, uh, you know, I'm kind of licking my wounds today, recuperating a little bit. <laughs> I, are you still uh, uh, bringing out that, like, uh, you, you always bring out sharp objects? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, are, no. Have you retired them? I don't think, uh, well, last night we played the film, and it's, uh, it's a live nation venue, man. We're not have an idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Party poopers. Over I mean, we couldn't, even, we couldn't even bring bottles on stage, so. 
Oh, wow. Cool. Well, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll let you keep listening. Give you the yeah, natural well, vibe wait. of the uh, show. Real quick. Real quick. I just want to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Nice. I guess he's a listener of the show. That's awesome. <laughs> Bless you, Blake. I hope he has unlimited minutes. <laughs> well, it's, it's the weekend. It would suck if he doesn't. It's the weekend. I would assume he would. Hopefully he doesn't have a burner. That wouldn't be nice. So, so. we're here on the live cast. We're here with Axel Rosenberg of Metal Sucks. Number to dial 646-929-1357. Jim Brewer is no longer going to be calling into the show. Good. <laughs> upstaging me. How dare he. It's worse than James Edfield. <laughs> uh, Darren might be booking a gig with Jim Brewer. Does Jim Brewer have a dog? <laughs> Kick that fucking thing. For three chocolate chip cookies? Was that the deal? That was the deal. Uh, would you do it for that much or would you want a little no, pet? He said yes, and I hate to break to you in this state. Oral agreement is binding. I didn't hear him say that. Really? Uh, I missed that. He did say <laughs> Well, man, I'm sure. I'm sure there could be... Some negotiating. You, get, you need to get a I lawyer. I know a lot of good Jew lawyers. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> or we could just erase this this MP3 and delete yeah, it. Yeah, never post the archive and then we're good to go. And then we can get that fourth cookie. <laughs> yeah. That's oh. how you do it. I want a whole Oreos package. Excellent. Excellent. So it's, it's almost the end of the year. Christmas is this Wednesday. Fuck. Uh, since we're all Jews here, what are our... Yeah, what I was going to ask, what's it to you, Rob? You're a Jew. <laughs> I like uh, the Christmas season. You say that like you're not. <laughs> I am. I'm fine. You know what? This year, more so than I feel the last five years, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with Christmas. I kind of... Yeah. Like going into the city, because, uh, you know, uh, Sirius XM is like in Rockefeller Center. Uh, it's before, in the worst place. I, I would just hate everybody around me. Now I'm like kind of fine with it. Now I'm all right with it. I'm is like, it because, oh, it's so... It's so d- is it because you have a new lease on life ever since you fell and hurt your ass? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. The third bunchy got me in the Christmas scare. <laughs> so you're, you're no longer thinking things like this, right? Jose Magan is a oh, piece no, of Oh, no, definitely shit. not. <laughs> Let's uh, say that again because Axel... Jose Magan is a piece of shit. To clarify, shot. Axel. That's, that's Rob's voice. No, I understand. Rob's, that's why I, that came out that's of Rob's why I made that face. Uh, on my birthday, we did a thing where if you called in, I would uh, uh, I would say anything you want me to say. Right, sure. Right. And somebody wanted me to say that <laughs> false. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Some lie. Sure, sure. I love Jose Mangan. He gave me a great gig. Let's go to the videotape. Jose oh, Mangan no, is a piece of shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You will never let Rob live that one. I want to like secretly make it your ringtone and then call you when you're in the room with Jose. (laughs) What? You not only think I'm a piece of shit, but you made it your ringtone? (laughs) So, Jose, I've been working here a long time. I was thinking maybe I was due for a race. Jose Mangan is a piece of shit. (laughs) It would be phenomenal. No fair. He did also say this, though. I love Jose Mangan. There you go. But that didn't sound as sincere. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just doesn't sound right. Not fair. Not fair. Jose Mangan is a piece of shit. He sounds all happy. And... I don't know. 
And you also said Jose Maggot. I don't know. I brought that up last time. <laughs> what? what? He definitely does. He's, there's some kind of strange pronunciation of the Mangan. <laughs> Jose Maggot is a piece of Jose shit. Jose Maggot. No, no, I said Maggot. It just sounded like Rob's nose was yeah. full. Jose Maggot is a piece of I shit. I hear Maggot. I hear Maggot. I'm sorry. I hear Maggot. You hear what I, you want to hear, Darren. Well, I'm trying to give you an out. You were talking about Jose oh, yeah. Maggot. Yeah, Jose Maggot. You're right. That's a good one. <laughs> I hear Maggot. Mexico's biggest slipknot fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. Well, what's not to like about Christmas? I mean, it's like totally secular anyway. It's not like you're really celebrating Jesus or anything. Well, uh, the Fox News uh, oh. people. I hate well, that. I hate the war. Like the people against the war on like what? What the whole fucking <laughs> world revolves around? There's yeah. no war. Like Christmas isn't going away. The war is anyone not celebrating Christmas is yeah. waging a war on Christmas, even if they're just doing it personally. Like if I, you know, give Hanukkah presents to my kids, I am waging a war on Christmas. It's ridiculous. It's persecution to Christians is not every single Christian, obviously, but I used to be able to do things and everyone else had to conform to me and now they don't. And that shit pisses me off. That's persecution. And I, the, the, other sh- the other side of it, I think, that's terrible is how corporations basically co-opt the holidays right. for their own branding. Like, uh, Santa Claus, as we know him, designed by the Coca-Cola Corporation. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is funny. Oh, yeah, that story that came out earlier. That is crazy to me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that, is, that has somehow become the symbol of Christmas mm. and... First of all, it doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas. And second of all, it was designed by a soda company. The Santa Claus was actually a black man. A lot of people don't know that. Well. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, St. Nicholas uh, was, was from was Turkey. Like, yeah, like Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Santa, but Santa w- was a total branding thing by Coke, right, in the early 1900s or like mm-hmm. late 1800s. Right. And the consumerism basically uh, swept into modern culture. Because, sure, why not? It's a great story. It's a great, like... Miracle on 34th Street was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Uh, but chill out. No, but I enjoy the I enjoy the season. I see no reason to be, you know, grouchy. Yeah. Like uh like that anti-Christmas special. That was when I was like I hate it. One thing I do hate about Christmas though is Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Because that is such a waste of energy not to be like a hippie. It's just see it's <laughs> on on every level it seems excessive because not only are you wasting energy like the world's resources beyond the hippie shit you're raising your fucking electric bill so high for what for jesus <laughs> but don't yeah. you feel that way about times square year round oh absolutely i well yeah like that i'm always like when we're freezing to death and there's no food we're gonna be so happy we made a mcdonald's sign you can see from space <laughs> so worth it so <laughs> worth it yeah like, i think about that even when like a, a business leaves their lights on overnight like why why yeah, i mean why i understand why yeah. just like to market the product i, I agree but it's like oh what a waste i don't know why we've got light in this room right now yeah, turn off hippie <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't even have electricity <laughs> wow. Nice. I, I, I used to have electricity before it got cool. Now it's just... <laughs> now you're I'm over, over it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone someone in the chat, Vampiro, mentioned the crazy... Vampiro! Vampiro, sorry. Mentioned the crazy Christmas lights in Diker Heights. Diker Heights basically oh like the Italian suburbs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like basically like, like, like a dick... 
length contest. Like everyone has to show like what like the the <laughs> what house greater Christmas yeah like they have. I love Jesus more. Yeah, like it's seriously insane <laughs> how they. Some people spend like tens of thousands of dollars on like these Santa sculptures and, and like it, reindeer and baby Jesus and they're like animated like you see some I mean some of it is very pretty for a minute but then you think about all the money that was blown on it (laughs) the people who live for for those of you who don't live in New York uh, Diker Heights is like where the Brooklyn version of the Jersey Shore people live it's sort of very uh, 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 Guido-fied yeah yeah so the Guidos love Christmas well nothing wrong with Christmas but they overdo it a little bit yeah the, the pride of it. It's like, chill out. <laughs> and also then I noticed when I used to live in that area that the people with the fanciest decorations were the last to take them down. Of course. Because they're like, oh, if I spent all this time doing it, you better see it. How, how's your mother on uh, on Christmas? Like what? Uh, do they, do, are they, because they're Jewish, they don't mess it with it at all? It means nothing. <laughs> they don't, are they like militant about it or they just don't bring it up? No, it's just not in their lives. Like, like if you came in the house to visit them and you had a Santa hat on or something, would they freak out? Or like, no. well, you're Jewish. No. Well, they might actually, no, but I don't think. It was just never a thing. Like we celebrated Hanukkah the way... Uh, you would like I would get a Hanukkah present. A no, you didn't get one. Of them? No, just one. Cheap. Did you guys light the menorah? <laughs> uh, we always try. I, I, we would do it on the first night, but I remember like by like the fourth night, we would always be like, man, eh. <laughs> <laughs> forget it's there. It's still no, it's still lit on they, June twenty first. They, they never had like the one with like the light bulbs. It was always just like the real candle. Yeah, the so candles. they all melt. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to buy like. Wait, why is that? Why is the fact that they melt bad? Just gotta keep a, keep replacing the. That's the point. Them. <laughs> it's hard yes. to make them like stand. You have to burn the bottom and like. Ugh. Um, so stupid. It's like it might be the only Hebrew prayer I still know by heart. It's just because there were presents involved. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What is it? Baruch Atanoi Elohenu Melach Baruch Atanoi Elohenu Melach Olam a race. <laughs> <laughs> he nailed it. We should play this out the window here in Williamsburg. We'd <laughs> love it. Start a traffic jam. So into it. I saw the video of this guy and he's like dancing around with his eyes. He's like fucking Tina Turner, like <laughs> doing that kind of energetic stage show, you know? Of course. Of great. course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Hanukkah, cool. I want to. Where's that part? I want to play the gibberish part. Here it is. <laughs> no, what's he saying? All I understand is haggis. What? Haggis. Haggis? He's talking about haggis? Okay. You wouldn't expect that from a Jew. Usually. I know. Talk about Jewish food. I don't, he's singing in Yiddish. He's not singing in Hebrew. Oh, is that right? I can't tell the fucking difference. <sighs> <laughs> oh, the Jews. What about the, uh, the, the Phil Robertson? We didn't talk about that. The Duck Dynasty guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, what is Duck Dynasty? I don't even know. <laughs> like, let's start with that. It's like a reality show. These guys opened uh, a duck calling uh, place, you know, like a store, and they just follow their 
their business and their life. And they their act stupid, like ducks. It's a duck calling. Like what is it? Yeah, like they. Uh, Dude, you're getting too specific. It is a reality <laughs> show about dumb inbred yes. backwoods rednecks right and the father figure of all these dumb inbred like the original guy who started raping his sisters uh <laughs> turns out he thinks homosexuality is a sin shocking yeah shock exactly <laughs> well okay so, so that, the what i love about that uh is that on storage wars which uh-huh. is a competing uh reality show mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's apparently a gay person, and on TMZ, there was this headline, maybe my favorite headline of the year. <laughs> gay Storage Wars stars says, Duck Dynasty hater is missing out on man ass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. Uh, basically, it was just like, oh, man ass is tighter than pussy. That was that was his <laughs> argument. And like, you don't know. You, but doesn't a woman have an ass? Yeah, too? it's like, like what well, you could have anal with a woman. No, but because the Duck Dynasty guy specifically said something about the vagina. Yeah, yeah that, he said like, the. But that was stupid too. Like, it's like if it, I don't know. He's I'm a, not. I'm not agreeing with anything he said. <laughs> no, I, I realized the path I was going down was. I was self-evident that he was an idiot. So yeah. So okay. So whatever. He said some stupid stuff about about uh, gay stuff, and then there and was, he suspended him. And he suspended him, and then all of a sudden, all of these uh, uh, Constitution experts come out of the woodwork. <laughs> freedom of speech. Saying uh, it's his freedom, freedom of speech, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> he can say whatever he wants. He did. It's covered on every fucking yeah. channel. No now. one's saying he can't say that. He can say it. Well, but not, not only did he say it, I mean, it went over the fucking TV to like millions of people over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. So how is his freedom of speech being curtailed? At the same time, his employer is not the government, right? Right, and they they, they don't buy. Not, they, they don't want, want their to be associated with that. They yeah. don't want their product soiled with his barbaric stupidity, with his lunacy. What yeah. a insane! Ah, people shouldn't be but fucking the, no butthole. It just really brings out the bigots. I feel because it's like, oh, he was just he was just speaking his mind, and so what? What did exactly. he say that was so bad? It's like, okay, he got so, a right to be a bigot. Is it, yeah, like. Because <laughs> 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 what is it wrong to beat a fag with a rock? What's wrong with that? But, but that's the thing. But, exactly. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, no one's saying he can't be. He just can't be on A&E. Yeah, like A&E just doesn't want to hire a bigot. Why can't he be their, on A&E? That's their right. <laughs> it's Adam and Eve. A&E, Adam and Eve. Not Adam and Steve. It's not A&S. No, that ain't ANS. You want an ANS channel? Go start a fag ANS channel. What's wrong with you? What, what if it's uh, Adam and Evan? That shit's wrong, too. What do you think? Is just Steve? What are you, stupid? What are you, stupid? You sure you didn't fall on your head instead of your butt cheek? I seen that thing back there. What you doing? I seen that video. That wasn't no stirs. That was some. That was some abdomen slapping into your butt. What? <laughs> Listen, every, I'm every, an expert. every live cast fan knows I'm the top. <laughs> Listen, I know some ass banging when I see some. I've been <laughs> I've been around a lot of sheep, female sheep. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think he uh, tested? Like, uh, do you think he put some duck calls in his ass just to make sure he doesn't like 
anal penetration. Uh, How does he know? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if he's only fucked well, women, well, that's okay. Yeah. That's his. Well, not even that he might enjoy being penetrated, but that he might enjoy penetrating. Right. Like I like I because I would never since I've never had gay sex, I would never say, oh, that's horrible. I just know I'm not attracted to that. But if someone else wants to do that, that's fine. I would right. never come out and say, that's fucking wrong. How can you do that? That sucks. You know, like it's, it's like he's an expert. So maybe mm. he's had things in his ass. Mm. Like he knows right. way too much about it, you know. I picture him like with the duck kazoos in his asshole, like <laughs> farting out fucking songs on it. <laughs> this ain't so bad, I gotta tell you. Uh, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> Boy, this ain't this prostate rub ain't half bad. I see what all you queers is talking about. <laughs> Also, the comments on TMZ, like, I don't know what I was expecting, but <laughs> like the lowest form of life. But the qu- see, this is what I understand, because we were talking online about this. Like yeah. it, TMZ, I feel, is not the kind of site that would be swarming with conservative religious idiots. Yeah, I, I've kind of I felt like it was like the gossip. You would think it'd be more liberal leading yes. women, uh, women just, and and gay men. I would feel would be the top two demographic, not the only, but like the top two. Uh, yeah, so like one of the top comments. Whoops, just puked on my keyboard. <laughs> like I said, poop has never been considered a sex lubricant. <laughs> like, is that true? I don't even. I don't know. Well, it depends what you like. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think gay men like. That either. Yeah, where, 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 where does that come from? It's, it's like convenient. you could have a clean asshole. I would like, think. I would think if you're preparing to have that kind of sex, you would wash your ass. Well, mm-hmm. I think it totally makes sense that TMZ draws that audience. Like the the smart gay men are going to read something else, right? With yep. something with personality. Right. I think that is all middle American idiot. Okay, know. fair enough. It's people who like well, the to next, buy tabloids. The next comment There's is a lot is, of dumb gay people. That's the, ne- the, the next... New York Post, basically. Yeah. Right? Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, they're both well, owned so by Fox. So. Right, but I'm saying, like, so who who reads that yeah. bullshit? Yeah, yeah. The next comment is reassuring, though. Guess their pencil peckers were just small for a woman. <laughs> so, if you have a small penis... Uh, the anal helps you. If you. Yes, and it's easier to be gay. Because women don't like guys with small penises. So gay guys, gay guys do just, like guys with small penises. Gay guys, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the rationale here. Gay guys become gay because they have small pe- like women don't accept their penises. Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> we should do a survey on some gay guys. <laughs> yeah, size queen does not pertain <laughs> to, to gay men. <laughs> it only pertains to women who are queens. Anyway. Enough of this. I'll read some more of those comments because they were funny. Uh, So the man from Duck Dynasty is a Christian and doesn't believe in homosexuality. How does that make what he's saying homophobic? Because he thinks gay people shouldn't have rights. Uh, doesn't believe in homosexuality, meaning it does not exist. (laughs) Yes, it's like Sean not believing in 9-11. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Grow up. Just because people don't approve of this lifestyle doesn't make them homophobes. Jeez, actually. (laughs) That's exactly. (laughs) I could care less who's loving who, but when you start getting pushy about what others believe, it starts to cross a line. Oh, the irony. It's so pushy. To not let me be pushy about gay people. How about you go about your life and they go about theirs? Misspelled, of course. 
It's not nice to not be nice to people who are not nice to gay people. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The, by the way, the voice you read that comment in was very gayish. I think. I think you were making. Some oh, so- it's just southern charm. I thought it was social commentary that that guy might be a oh, closet yeah. queen. Yeah. <laughs> Not a, a, a pecker queen. I don't like no penis. <laughs> I don't want to see that on TV. Okay. Here we go. Okay. To like butt is one thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just stop right there because at least he's open-minded compared yeah. to yeah. the other guy. But to like hairy man butt right. is gross. So it's not the anal. You're not objecting it's to the how anal. Much hair is on the ass. Right. So if a woman had hairy man butt, he wouldn't like that either. So a hole? Wait, 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 wait. But then he contradicts himself again. Okay. A hole is a hole. Okay. But. But. That's it, period. That's yeah. A hole is a hole, bud. But to want balls and penis, yeah. slapping your balls and penis yes. is sick. So who does that? Do gay guys, I don't know. I mean, do gays guys go and, go and like slap balls well, and penis if you, together? If, if your balls and penis are slapping against another ball and penis, then your penis isn't in the butthole. Yeah. Like, yes. How big is this penis where it wraps around? Maybe there's a third guy there. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Them gays be having three ways. I can't stay. Oh, this, this last line is great, though. I don't know why same-sex people have to cross the friendship line. <laughs> Sex is for procreation, not recreation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never have fun when you're fucking. It's wrong. <laughs> Copious quantities of Jim Beam. That's what you need to dull any of your senses while you're fucking. And also, them Jews have it right, I gotta tell you. <laughs> Fucking through a sheet? That's the smartest thing ever invented. Uh, the follow-up headline. Phil from Duck Dynasty rips homosexuals. Yeah. Man-ass can't compare to vagina. He rips homosexuals? <laughs> Maybe he has a really big penis and fucks homosexuals. And rips them. <laughs> I'll rip them a new a-hole. Wait a minute. I take that back. Uh, here's what it's just so annoying. Like, here, here's a direct quote from Phil from Duck Dynasty. It okay. seems like to me uh-huh. a vagina as a man uh-huh. would be more desirable than a man's anus. So, That's I just agree. me. I agree. Yes, that is just you. For me. <laughs> you're That's fine. I have no objection to what he said so far. There's more there. She's got more to offer. I mean, come on, dudes. But hey, Sid, it's not logical, my man. Sid, who's Sid? He's talking. Sin, Sin. Oh, Sin. Sin's not logical. <laughs> so, oh, and then this this is a great uh, leap here. Start with homosexual behavior and just morph out from there. Bestiality. Yeah, morph out. <laughs> the man's ass turns into time. a dog. They always go right to bestiality. That's yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah. Come on. Now, I have a, like if you have a, if you, you could be straight and be into bestiality. Right. Just have sex with female. That's though. why he separated the two. Because it's mm-hmm. not, you know, gay bestiality would be way wronger than straight oh, bestiality. <laughs> it's procreation, <laughs> not recreation. What if your penis and balls is rubbing up against that dog's penis? <laughs> <laughs> That's just, that, that little, just don't make sense. That little lipstick cock with the red head sticking out and you're rubbing your ball sack on it. That's wrong. I tell you. 
<laughs> oh no, Vampiro says isolate Rob saying man ass can't compare to vagina. <laughs> oh no, I said it again. <laughs> uh, I have no position on this issue. <laughs> oh, Davis Day, no position. <laughs> If only we can get Lars back on the line. Yeah. We probably could. <laughs> but are you saying Jim Brewer has nothing better to do? Oh. Well, no, I'm no saying one. we have his phone number. Oh, you're right. We no, could don't say him. that. How come he doesn't do Kirk Hammett? What, what is a Kirk Hammett? He's never I, well, get, I get not doing why, why you wouldn't do Rob Trujillo, because like, who knows what the fuck that guy sounds like. Right. But, uh, He's not allowed to talk. I would think, yeah, Kirk Hammett would be easy to do. Like, well, not for <laughs> me because I'm not an actor, but I mean for someone like him. Kirk Hammett's real easy to do. What he's a queer. He His voice is really high, and he's just trying to placate the other two assholes in the band. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's not fight. You just do Michael Jackson begging people not to fight. <laughs> Come and on, that's guys, Kirk let's just not fight. Why yeah, you, exactly. There you, you go. Why are you kicking that dog? <laughs> No, guys, Dave, cut it out. It's all a little. I feel like it's a little whinier. Like I think of the 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 behind the music. It's storming and all the lights are, and James is on fire. Why don't you try to pull up some Kirk Hammett oh. audio? <laughs> I could tell that boy's a little funny from fifty feet away. That was always a rumor when I was growing up that Kirk Hammett was gay. Oh, he's married, though. Well, I mean, I guess I that's a, not... I was like 10 years yeah, old. That's not... A, that doesn't mean you're not gay, but yeah. Right. My childhood rabbi was married and turned out to be gay. Really? Is that for real? I wonder yeah. why he chose that path. Campion95 <laughs> wants us to do the Ron McGovney impression now. <laughs> See if Jim could do that. That's a challenge. <laughs> Ron McGovney. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk shit about everyone in the town. Wouldn't you just be crying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my royalty checks. Going through uh, all the gory details that, that went into creating this book and uh, putting it all, all together. All the gory details that went into yeah, there you go. creating this book. Come on, guys. Let's not fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just hold your nose. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I first got into... Yeah, here's from the behind the music. Heavy metal band in the world. They built their success on an uncompromising musical vision and the fierce loyalty of their fans. We're just four lucky fans that got together and started. This is a great behind the music. This could be you. Their fans are so hardcore and so into. There's a part in this where Kirk talks. It's like almost like. That's not him? (laughs) That's a a warbot. For Metallica, hard rock meant playing hard on stage and. They should never play hard. Hard ons is only for procreating. You know, whatever the bill was, it was all worth it. It's all rock and roll. This must be like 20 years ago. Your drink became became a stuffed legend, and the rock press. No wrinkles are in Alcoholica. 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 He sounds like he's in our gang, like in the Little Rascals. Metallica endured I really think he's one of the choice road horrors like his material I know it's not material but the footage with him in that uh, some kind of monster documentary oh with the solo all of it like anytime he opens his mouth it's like dude do you listen to yourself (laughs) yeah Uh, it's just ridiculous here here this it's like that torch that they carry up the stairs to light the Olympic fire and they refused to surrender when a bus crash oh, claimed the life of bassist Cliff Burton. Oh, and I turned around here. and I saw Cliff's legs sticking out from underneath the bus. It's Michael Jackson. And I turned around. I can't make fun of him talking about Cliff Burton. You're right. Dying. You're right. You're right. 
And at the heart of Metallica's success lies the unity and collective strength of its four singular personalities. We grew up together, and it was like family. And you're, uh, you're one of the people brothers, in this are not in the band anymore. Loving kind of brothers. brothers. I've been together with James Hetfield for half my life. There's a oh, that's right. This was still during the yeah. Uh, this was before uh, San Diego. This was like late nineties. <laughs> yeah, they still are very close and still very compatible, and it is their baby. James is, is like, I would say, the creative driving force. Anything. <laughs> He's the creative driving he force. He tells me what to do. I have to get him coffee. <laughs> <laughs> He's so forceful. <laughs> Here's Kurt. That solo sucks! Yeah! Sorry. Bob Rock is like, no, no. I'm sorry, I did it wrong. You start talking about the idea of the guitar solo as we know it. <laughs> it's Jim Brewer. It something that was a little outdated and maybe reintroducing some ripple things. But can I say something that I think is bullshit? There's a whole fucking solo out that, you know, dates the whole thing. That's so bullshit. You know what's bullshit? Jose Mangan. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Mr. Paul in the chat. You know what's bullshit? Um, I saw that movie at an early screening, and there were two points when the audience went nuts, and that was one of them. Like, just burst into applause. When he was yeah, whining. he's right. He's whining. He, he was the one, I feel like, one re- like the only person aware, uh-huh. semi-aware, uh-huh. in some sort of aware state of how insane what was going on was. Right, the, the person least with the least creative control was the yeah. one with the most awareness. Mo- the, he, he was the most out of the bubble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because uh, he was really? shoved out of the bubble. I feel like he was pretty in the bubble. Really? Yeah. He did as much on that album as Jason yeah. Newstead did on Angel. I feel Sprawl. like those scenes when he's working on lyrics, he's just like, oh my God, they're going to let me write lyrics. Finally. He's so fucking excited. Oh, I've got things to say. Yeah. People forget that he's the one, isn't he the one who wrote My Lifestyle Determines My Death Style? Which, I'm looking up the right credits. The single right? worst lyric in history. <laughs> My lifestyle determines my death style. So bad. I just just watching that one clip reminded me when I first saw this movie, I was I could not listen to Metallica for at least two years after that. The documentary ruined Metallica for me because they seemed like such stuck up assholes. Yeah, remember the part where Lars is like, "Uh, "Do I have to keep playing drums? Do I have to do another take?" (laughs) Or you're a fucking drummer. Yes. Yeah, poor baby. Or the part where James is like, we agreed, 12 to 4. That's when we work. And then we're not going to work. I don't like that you guys are working when I'm not here because I'm not a part of the process. Shut the fuck up. Like, well, you're such a baby. Okay, we get it. You're rehabbing. You're out of alcohol. Let them, they can't jam. Like, no. why Why no. do they have to be confined to your no. time constraints? Dude, no jamming. What about the suggestion that nobody who auditioned for the bass player slot except for Rob Trujillo was technically capable? <laughs> Of being in the band. Oh, yeah, which was ridiculous. He's like, it seemed a little bit above everybody else's skill level. Or like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you had some of the fucking yeah. best ba- it like It was not above bass. Scott Reader's skill level. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, which one was... What's Lifestyle Determines My Death Style? What's that song? That's uh, Frantic. Frantic. Kirk Hammond, main credit. Ba-boom. Wow. 
But James Hetfield, uh, Bob Rock, and Lars also have credit on that. Frantic, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> let's, see, let's see the. Didn't uh, Kirk also write that great lyric, um, Nain Nun 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 Yeah? Here it is. Kirk Hammett does have a lot of writing credits on St. Andrew. Dude, they all, they split the credit four ways across yeah. the board. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it doesn't really, yeah. it doesn't really tell you anything. Ugh, Bob Rock. Ugh. Here's, a, here's another one he wrote. What's Bob Rock? Because yeah! That's a Kirk lyric? Yeah! yeah, he wrote that. It was very deep. It took me a few hours. I was just up. thinking Bob Rock like became the scapegoat for everything that was wrong with that band. Uh, he's still getting plenty of work. He is? Good. He's He basically did Bon Jovi, The Cult, Offspring, Bush. He's a recent thing. Like, these, re- these are all in the last Bush year. Bush has an album in the last year? Yeah, Bush relaunched. Oh, it was I a live album. I did not know that. Okay. What is he producing a live album? I guess uh, there's just bo- as much. I know Bon Jovi did. Loverboy? What? Yeah. Loverboy put still out alive? Rock and Roll Revival last year, produced <laughs> by Bob Rock, Nelly Furtado. Bob Rock didn't do no Nelly Furtado. Oh, the Spirit Indestructible. Really? Produced by Bob Rock. Michael Bublé's Christmas. Oh, he was a composer. Credited as a composer wow. on that. Go Bob Rock. I, I don't even think Bob Rock's like a Not bad a, producer. I think he's like a bad producer from Metallica. 311. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's why I thought it was weird that everybody was like, people got really excited when they finally fired him. Yeah. Because nobody was twisting Metallica's arm. Right. To exactly. keep working with him for they, 10 years. Yeah, like they were really yeah. listening. Yeah, like they were like, no, here's how we want it to sound. Yeah. Now do what you do really yeah. well <laughs> to make it sound yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, it, then, I'm sure it wasn't his. When that's not cool anymore, we'll just. Yeah. We'll throw you under the bus. Well, I'm, I'm sure they still get along very well. And, uh, oh, he did a Lost Profit CD. I, do, I don't blame. <laughs> Bob Rock. I don't blame uh, Bob Rock for like load and reload sounding. like I, I, I do blame him for seeing anger, though, because when you go into a studio with a band, I mean, there has to be at some point where you tap them on the shoulder and you go, no, you can't do this. And load and reload are like good, like well, at least well mixed and produced albums. Yeah. Saint anger is not produced. If you're a producer, you have to produce something. You know what I mean? Those are just demo tapes that were never altered in any way. Yeah, Maybe he awful. had his intern work on that one. Didn't somebody uh, try to do like a mix of it? Like some engineer or something I was like, oh, here's what it would sound. But it's already layered. Like, I yeah. mean, how could you? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I guess now I'm thinking of uh, Death Magnetic because the right the, made it quieter. People yeah. complained about that too. Like the sound didn't. I thought it's well because it, right. it's compressed. It's just the new way of mixing. It like the new Sabbath album sounds just the same. It sounds awful. It sounds well, so just right in the middle. When people were complaining about Death Magnetic, I was like, "You're finding stuff to complain about." I mean, come on, it sounds fine. I mean, not that it's a great album, but it's it sounds okay. It is. I don't know. Rick Rubin was there like. A couple of days. <laughs> Didn't he do the <laughs> more days than apparently on a Slipknot record? Rick, was... Ru- Rick Rubin has heard it <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I feel like the the, uh, the Sabbath record is probably the most work Rick Rubin's ever Ooh, done, just because there was a camera crew, <laughs> right? So he was there for those days. Oh, I don't think Rick Rubin does shit. No, I think he was like hands on with that. One. Really? They probably paid him. Very handsomely for that. Everybody pays him very handsomely. You think there's a cheap Rick Rubin record? Do you think there's an hourly rate or a flat fee for Rick Rubin? That's a good question. I have no idea. Mm, maybe there's a downside. <laughs> Here's my base. I'm going to be charging you hourly. If I go over it, 
you're paying them a difference. If not, that's what I get. I just can't imagine like Rick Rubin cutting anyone a deal. <laughs> yeah, why should he? Exactly. Fucking Rick Rubin. Yeah. Uh, I recently learned Rick Rubin's vegan now, like raw vegan. <laughs> Great. That's how he lost a bunch of weight. Terrific. I read something about it. Uh, like uh, some, I think it was in Spin that they followed him around for a week, and he was just talking about uh, working with Kanye West. And how Kanye West basically had two weeks to finish his album and was like, hey, uh, I have two weeks to finish my album. I'm dumping all of it. I want to start from the beginning. Do you want to help me? He's like, there's no way you're going to do this. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do it. Do you want to help me? Oh, by the way, I have to leave. I have a birthday party I have to go to. So just let me know. I'll be back in an hour. (laughs) And then he's like, and he came back and we did We worked for three hours and it was great. And I was like, oh, I need to work with him. So, all right, great. Okay. Nice to see how people with a lot of money work. <laughs> people like I, I, I cannot even fathom the lifestyle of somebody as rich as like Rick Rubin or Kanye West. Like Kanye West, like who would say no to Kanye West? You know, like he can get my lifestyle <laughs> determines my death style. Sorry, he can get any any thing he wants whenever he wants. You know, yeah. Well, he's a lot like Dave Mustaine in that way. You know, like he's just a sheltered. Yeah, lunatic. You develop these these ridiculous ideas because no one is around to tell you anything but yes, yes, yes. You know. I mean, where where was somebody uh, to tell Metallica that hey, when you do this three D movie, no narrative. Yeah, (laughs) the narrative is a waste of money. Just shoot the the or footage or hey, put it out a month before so you're not. <laughs> going up out. against the biggest 3D movie of the past five years. Gravity, yeah. <laughs> We're bigger than that movie, yeah. Listen, guys, whatever you do, don't be on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Should we get a movie star to put on the poster? No. Put a guy who might be a movie star two years from now, but also cover his face. like <laughs> Just because, like, fuck it. Lots of shadows. We need shadows. Yeah. Ter- just all around, just yeah, the wrong. If thing. you look at that poster, you think it's like National Lampoon's, uh, you know, through the Never, where it's just Metallica just sponsoring <laughs> it, and they're not in it at all. Yeah, I always think it looks like an ad for like a really bad gang movie, like because he's got <laughs> yeah, like the Warriors. Yeah, it's like a war, like a but modern- like sillier. Yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't I feel like the fighting in it was very silly. And like, I haven't seen it. I look like I, most of the world. Yeah, like, I, I opted not to go. And not only that, like the I think the most redeeming thing about that movie uh-huh. was the 3D experience uh-huh. of watching a live Metallica show with like the best mix you will ever hear. Uh-huh. With 3D, like they actually use the medium properly in a live concert setting. And I feel like that cannot be recreated unless you have like a $2,000 3D TV and surround sound in your house. So it's like people now where most people are going to see this movie on DVD or or on on regular Blu-ray. It's not. It's just like a concert DVD. There's uh, nothing special about it. The whole special thing about it was the theater experience. And and they totally... The cutscenes were complete. The only thing that was good about the cutscenes was it was a minor breather, but they were so lame. Like, any time it would go to the cutscene, I would check out. I'd be like, whatever. They should have made it a really cool story. Like, forget about hooking it up to Metallica. Just make some random story. Right, but it was just so... 
they should have done one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they should have either had no story uh-huh. or like put work into the story. Mm-hmm. Right, and in right. any case, they should have told their audience what the fuck it was. Because <laughs> yeah. people were coming up to Rob at Comic-Con when the movie had been open for like two or three weeks already. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, have you seen it? What's it about? Yeah. And I was like, this is their target audience. Yeah, they like, have at least no fucking idea yeah. what the movie's about. That's not good. Stupid. Oh, well. Anyway. Thanks for your, thanks for buying it. I told them, I the, told the, them they should advertise better, and they didn't listen to me as usual. You know, if you put a guitar, if you don't play guitar solo in one of these songs, that dates it to this period. Yeah, and that that's right. That's right. What trend is happening in music right now? I think that's stupid. I think it's like, totally trendy. Like Saint Anger sounds so dated. Yep. It sounds very, very dated. Shut up, Kirk. You listen <laughs> like the, to some of that stuff, and they were like. They were edging towards new metal. <laughs> it's really, yeah, well, really silly. Well, Act, you know, active rock. I in feel. their defense, it's less dated and just more totally shitty. Like it doesn't even sound like the things that were out there. Oh. Yeah, but that riff that frantic. Yeah. I don't know. I can see all these idiots with uh, this. Like, this is totally over. a new metal thing. Yeah, I this right here. Yeah, this yeah, is like this rock music. Like, Oh, ding, 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 ding. You know they're gonna do. Do you think they're gonna do a remaster of this, like in twenty years, like when it hits twenty years, ten years from now? Since this is uh, eleven years old, almost. In two thousand three, this came out. Yep. Uh, yeah. Sense. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because last, no, it was in the summer of two thousand three. Yeah. Definitely. Dick, 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 dick. Well, they didn't do anything th- for the ten year anniversary. No. They, what what do you acknowledge? Yeah. Also, it's sold, but it's their lowest selling. Yeah, I think besides Kill 'Em All, it's their lowest selling album. I might be wrong about that. Okay. I'd be curious to know after. What was that, Darren? You're flat. You can't even carry a fucking note. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. It's you are everything that's gone wrong in this world. It sold six million so far. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> so it's done better than Death Magnetic. Really? Death Magnetic is only like three million. Really? Oh, it's it sold. Uh, reload uh, is currently. Oh, okay. Let's let's just do U.S. because it says globally it sold six million. It's certified two times platinum in the U.S. Then reload is four times platinum. What's so four million magnetic? Uh, let's see. Death magnetic. And platinum, by the way, just means shipped. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't mean sold. Yeah, but I mean at this point with the album that old. Well, but all right, really? I don't know. Chinese Democracy is technically a platinum album. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, they right. shipped ninety percent of the the. Uh, well, Best Buy got the exclusive back. on that. They shipped the whole thing, and Best Buy couldn't give it back. Oh, they are stuck the, with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, didn't you do that post where like the CD is actually worth less than like a blank CD or something? No, like a that? roll of toilet paper. <laughs> a roll. Of, yeah. <laughs> I can order a single roll of toilet paper online for like five cents more than I can buy a a brand wow. new shrink wrapped CD copy of. <laughs> Chinese Democracy. And it's actually useful as toilet yeah. paper, unlike Chinese Democracy. Uh, Death Magnetic is two times platinum. So, okay, so we could say that Death Magnetic 
if they're on the same trajectory, yeah. would be outselling. It's really time to stop using that as a Yeah, it doesn't really matter. No. Black Album, though, still crushing everything. Well, that's fucking... I'm just 2,000 a week. It's I absurd. I can't believe it. I just, absurd. I just want to know who those 2,000 people are. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. 2,000 people a week, you said it. Yeah, that boggles my mind. Like, who? I feel like it's 2,050-something-year-old stoners who just can't find their copy of the Black Album. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Every, and they're like, they're like, ah, fuck it. And they just wait, go to they're bed. like, wait, did I go to the store and buy it? No. I got to go again. Yeah, and they just they go wherever <laughs> and they get it. Like, I can't... It's not kids. Kids would just be downloading it, right? It's yeah. digital, too, though. Like, if they're if they're on iTunes, you know, like, if it's an iTunes purchase. But maybe Metallica has so much but money. But kids... When I say... I'm sorry. When I say kids would just be downloading it, I mean they would be illegally downloading it. Right. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, but some people don't illegally download it. Right. But I... Still old people, right? No, I, I shouldn't. No, I, that's not true at all. Yeah. Kids who have their parents, uh, you know, credit card info right. in their iTunes. Right. Maybe Metallica goes to every store and buys every copy of it every week just to inflict. <laughs> Ron McGovney. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Through the Never this week was the highest charting Metallica record, their soundtrack. 2,400 sold. A total of 70,000 record. That's free money for that. That soundtrack there... was probably the best investment in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the most profitable thing from the yeah, movie, easily. without question. Is there anything in that uh, soundtrack that's not just live versions of old songs of theirs? It's ju- That's all it is. Okay. It's Wait. just a repackaged live album. It's the movie repackaged as a CD. They for real don't play through the never in the movie? For real. <laughs> why, why the fuck is it called it's the it never? Does, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It has no reference. Like, so there's no funny. reference to it in the plot. <laughs> There's nothing. It I'm just, kind of stoked for it to come out on DVD just so I can see it. Yeah, it's in the trailer. They play that song in the trailer. No, they, they do. don't. I heard it. I, I swear, I heard it in the trailer. Are you sure I it's not Master of Pop? I think Master of no, Pop. They played like a cuts of different songs. Let's, let's check it out. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like some other sales for Metallica records. Because I have this week's charts here. So Metallica, the self-title, actually outsold through the Never. Metallica, Metallica, 2,486 through the never 2,462. Well, it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, wow. The Black Album is almost at 16 times platinum. That's amazing. It's 15,000, uh, 15,941,000. And what chart sold. are we looking at here? This is the uh, top hard rock, hard and just like heavy music album. Because I'm looking at this and it's like all bands from the 90s or earlier. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, these well, are the tops. Uh, like Corn, Lincoln Park. Yeah, this like is my these, point. Like Nightwish. No, Nightwish is pretty. How is Nightwish selling three thousand copies? Oh, it's their first week. Okay. Weren't we giving those away like <laughs> as yeah. coasters before? It's a new one. Uh, shipping them all to Rob's house. Let's see what other. I think there was more. Oh, Master of Puppets sold fifteen hundred this week. It's almost five times platinum. Ride the Lightning uh, sold fifteen hundred. Right behind. Master Puppets to be five times platinum. Justice, also 1500 I guess everyone's just buying Metallica discographies for Christmas. Uh, Justice outsold both of those. It's already at $5.5 million. A ridiculous catalog <laughs> of way too many albums sold. Well, no, those are the good ones. Yeah. I'm fine with all of that. <laughs> and those are the ones that chart. Yeah, yeah. The none of, load, reload, nope. and... Uh, Aren't there. Death Magnetic isn't you know never what? charts. I uh, I apologize to humanity. My faith is restored. I <laughs> What's crazy too is seeing how they outsell modern bands. Like in this moment, 
pierce the will pierce the veil. Who the fuck? Well, they're better than in this moment. I would rather listen to that than Jimi Hendrix. I see. Yeah, it's the best of. Oh, Black Sabbath. Paranoid selling sixteen hundred this week. That's only sold one point six million. Though. Wait, did that outsell thirteen this week? Uh, thirteen. No, thirteen oh. sold twenty five hundred. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Thirteen uh, approaching gold. I'm surprised that hasn't gone planned. I guess that's just going to be a constant seller for them. Thirteen. Yeah. Twenty five hundred. Like so many weeks in, isn't that bad? But yeah, we're talking about chart numbers. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's interesting. To I was me. just oh. thinking about you know, sales will go through the roof for that album when one of them dies. Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. That's the silver lining for I that saw, album. I saw um, Alter Bridge on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> they have a new album out. I've seen the press releases. Fortress. Didn't sold, they? Uh, sorry, God. Sold 55,000 so far. The 20- Christopher Lambert movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't they uh, play some uh, WWE theme song, Alter Bridge? Yeah, Corn was the last WWE. Their Never Never single was the one for the last pay per view. I thought that was uh, funny. No, no, I'm talking about some. Uh, wrestler. Oh, they played live? No, they played some wrestler's theme. Oh, I'm not sure. Walter Bridge. Let's see. Okay, I'm not sure who I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, Edge. Is that them? Oh, wow. Honesty. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Play that song. There we go. Metalingus, that's what it's called. That's the worst name you of the song You think you know ever. me? Oh, I see clearly. I see clearly everything has come to life. <laughs> <laughs> a broken dream, and I leave it all. Ah, you love behind. this song, guys. It's a good song. Yeah. On this day, it's so real to me. Sad paper. Someone in the chat is making a comparison. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Oh, hard cut. Hard cut. I couldn't. Sandpaper. Yeah. It's so real to me. Black cat, witchcraft, shot in black. Sandpaper. 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 Here we go. I got it. Oh, we have to listen to the actual song. Oh, yeah. Scratch, witch, shot in black. I realized why they're called Fozzie because he sounds like Fozzie from the Muppet Show. <laughs> well, initially, waka waka waka. I think they were a Sabbath and Ozzy cover band. So to start off, that's is, why they were. Where's Fozzie. the F come from? Just he was Fozzie Osborne. That was just a goof. Oh, uh, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. Black Sabbath. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Beth from Kiss. She Beth. Said, oh, Beth. Beth. That's why it's Fozzie. Black Sabbath. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> Someone in the chat writes Scott Stapp's new album is the heaviest shit ever Wrong Is it? Is that a sarcasm or is that guy just to really think that I don't know I don't know I don't, I don't, know. I don't care enough to I hated Scott Stapp Like when Creed was big who I didn't? greatly disliked it I, I still don't understand who actually listened to I knew one person who Actively listen to yes. them. Other than that, and we can't speak ill of him. Never met, never met anybody. Away. Our good friend Jeff. Yes, so he can like Creed in heaven. Mm-hmm. He no can. one else. 
in heaven, they're, they're, all they play is Creed. Oh God! Because yeah. it's such good godly music. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you like Creed, Axel? They're the best. <laughs> I don't seem to believe you. They're so sick. <laughs> With cues, they are they are the band for which the second cue and sick exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been another excellent show. Thank you so much to Axel Rosenberg. Thanks for having me. Of MetalSucks.gov. Don't forget to, uh, to plug Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, thank you for calling in. Uh, uh, Santa Claus Ain't Coming to Town is his new single. Mm-hmm. And look out for his new heavy metal album and starring Darren, apparently. Well, let's not get ahead Delgado. of ourselves. You, you could have been joking about that. Uh, you're right. Let's look forward to Darren's metal album yeah, featuring a special appearance by Jim Brewer. <laughs> oh, Because oh, naturally, his management company, they're just going to come calling for you, Darren. And uh, also Pig Destroyer. Oh, yeah. Blake from Pig Destroyer. Thank him for calling in. What a great sport. Hopefully, he'll have some podcasts for us. Did in you the ask future. him to call in, or was he just calling in? No, he's just as he's a, a listener. He's a fan. He knew about our goodbyes, too, so he obviously That's right. has to listen, which is great, which is so nice of him. So nice that we listen to his music and he listens to our music. Uh, our talking music? Our, our metaphorical talk- music. Yes. We make music with our voices. We and create. Spoken word. La, 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 la. No, no, please. No, not real music. La, 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 la. He's listening to this right now and he just unplugged. La, 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 la. We're Jose making a piece music. of shit. <laughs> I'm glad I sang over that. Jose Magan no! is a piece of shit. <laughs> All right. We'll be back uh, next week. We have a song here to play out with. Oh, uh, excellent. This, this is a song that was produced by Bob Rock, and it's, the lyrics are written by Kirk Hammett. Excellent. And next week next is week. Darren's birthday show. Oh, yeah, right. I'll be staying 39. The Great Lover Boy on Metal Injection Radio. Everyone's watching. I love Jose Mangan. Jose Maggot is a piece of shit. Shake your booty. Bestiality. 
Fox. Premature ejaculation. Irishmen who drink. Breastfeeding and farts. Pew, pew, pew! I think so. Uh. <laughs> of course. Oh, yes, I'm. Um, What? Well, similarly, in personal cases, you may need to go out and read it. Let's get a mission from the Wizards. We think they're badly like a, I guess, no. Oh, glad you're home? Uh, no, we're going to have a show in Germ. I'm going to... Hello? I think so. Funny. Um, I like, I definitely got a friend at Giant Black Cock. I like, I definitely got a friend at Giant Black Cock. the fuck off the internet!